0: Good morning, this is Wednesday, July 9, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Israel and Hamas escalate confrontation. Spying case left Obama in the dark, U.S. officials say, and Obama asks for $3.7 billion to aid the border. In today's national headlines, probing brains' depth, trying to aid memory. Religious groups seek exclusion from bias rule, and recreational marijuana sales begin in Washington state. In today's financial headlines, the Dow was down 117 yesterday, prosecutors' insider trading win streak ends, Citigroup said to be close to settling investigation, and Yelp joins the critics of EU's settlement with Google. More business stories ahead, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Maureen Dowd. Now, as chosen by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Jerusalem by Stephen Erlanger and Isabel Kirschner. Israel and Hamas escalate confrontation. Israel and Hamas escalated their military confrontation on Tuesday, with Israel carrying out air attacks in response to rocket fire and authorizing a major call-up of Army Reserves for an extended campaign against militants in Gaza. Late Tuesday night, Hamas took responsibility for a new wave of up to 40 longer-range rockets, some of them intercepted over Tel Aviv and even Jerusalem. There were no reports of injuries, but the barrage of rockets put pressure on Israel to respond with greater force. Israeli warplanes struck 150 sites that Israeli officials said harbored Islamist fighters in Gaza, and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu authorized the call-up of 40,000 reservists. He said he was prepared to remove the gloves and undertake the third major military offensive against militants in the Hamas-controlled territory in five years if rocket attacks from Gaza do not cease. Palestinian officials said 17 people were killed on Tuesday in Gaza, where repeated bombardments shook buildings and sent thousands of people into the streets. Israeli officials said two people in Israel were wounded by rocket attacks on Monday. Israeli officials emphasized that their goal was to restore quiet to southern Israel, but Netanyahu's government was also under pressure for a more extensive operation against Hamas, including ground troops, to destroy a military infrastructure in Gaza rebuilt since Israel's last campaign there in 2012. At the same time, Hamas needed to show more radical groups in Gaza that it could stand up to Israel. Weakened by the installation of a military-backed government in Egypt that has moved to seal the border with Gaza, sharply reducing Hamas tax receipts and having little to show for its coalition deal with Fatah, Hamas appears to have fallen back on its main principle of armed resistance to Israel. This latest confrontation has roots in the kidnapping on June 12th and murder of the three Israeli teenagers by men in the West Bank that Israel alleges belonged to Hamas, which was followed by the kidnapping and murder of a Palestinian teenager, reportedly by members of an anti-Arab group of supporters of the Beitar Jerusalem soccer team known as La Familia. The kidnapping and murder of the Israeli teenagers led to a crackdown by Israeli troops on Hamas in the West Bank, which in turn appeared to push Hamas to respond from Gaza. As both sides tried to send political messages through military activity, the Israeli military said Tuesday night that more than 160 rockets had been fired at Israel, of which 116 hit and 23 were intercepted. Israel had hit some 150 targets, the military said, including five senior Hamas officials, 10 smuggling tunnels, 90 concealed rocket launchers, and 18 weapon storage and manufacturing sites. Of those killed was reportedly Mohammed Shaban, a senior Hamas military officer when a missile hit his car.